0: The Two-Reality Hypothesis Explained There are only two possibilities. The two possibilities comprise two distinct realities. It is possible that just one reality exists. But it is also possible that there are two distinct realities. There cannot be more than two realities nor less than one. If there is one reality, then the claim there are two realities is false. But for the claim there are two realities to be false, the one reality would have to contain absolute truths, which the one reality hypothesis rejects. If the claim there is two realities is false, so is the claim there is but one reality and this conclusion creates an unacceptable conundrum. Absolute truth statements are not permitted in the one reality hypothesis and so any metaphysical claims it makes invalidates its premise. However, no statement that is true is not absolute. That which is not true is false. The claim, there is no absolute truth, made by the one reality hypothesis, is an absolute truth claim. Absolute truth claims are not permitted by the terms of the one reality hypothesis. The one reality hypothesis, TRH, cannot claim its position is absolutely true and there are no other realities, Without contradicting the terms of its own existence, which states there are no absolute truths. If there is but one truth that has no exceptions, then the one reality hypothesis must acknowledge two realities. However, those who believe in the one reality hypothesis claim the other reality is metaphysical, supernatural, and otherwise an illusion. This is a metaphysical and absolute truth claim. The one-reality hypothesis discusses reality in terms of relative statements, ideas, and concepts. One-reality truths are contingent, probabilistic, and relative. The one-reality hypothesis includes all statements about reality other than those absolutists, metaphysical truths, that comprise the true-reality hypothesis, TTRH. The One Reality Hypothesis totally rejects the claims of the Two Reality Hypothesis and the truths that comprise it. The One Reality Hypothesis rejects the adherence of the Two Reality Hypothesis. Those who abide by the Two Reality Hypothesis are considered irrational, if not insane, by those who embrace the One Reality Hypothesis. The metaphysical realm is rejected as illusion by those adhering to TORH. TTRH affirms physical reality exists and is composed of synthetic statements and a posteriori reasoning. The true reality hypothesis acknowledges phenomenological reasoning and a posteriori truth. The true reality hypothesis asserts that in addition to physical reality there is a second reality that is composed of absolute truth. We of the TTRH live in an analytical reality a reality based on logical thought and a priori statements which have been arrived at deductively. The TTRH embraces metaphysics and logic based on axioms. The two-reality hypothesis considers God exists to be the most fundamental analytical claim that can be made and derives reality from this foundational axiom. The truths of the two reality hypothesis are coherent. Our beliefs do not contradict and correlate with one another. Coherency of concepts is all humans can aspire to. Mankind can only aspire to speak without deceit and live with honor or what others call integrity. Lies cannot be believed because a lie is always contradicted by other claims, and we cannot believe two statements that contradict each other. The one reality hypothesis is inherently contradictory. Its assertions are incompatible with each other. The one reality hypothesis cannot be true because its claims contradict its assertions. If there were a physical reality, we could not know it. Physical reality by its own conditions cannot be aware of itself. How can the physical brain contain an unfixed mind? How can the brain see its function? Our experiences are being observed as experiences, but what is there but the experience? Physical reality is ultimately metaphysical. There is no solid thing to observe or experience. There are just forces which could be an experience based on the significance we place on an idea, as contact with something that exists objectively. What is objective reality when the only thing that exists is our experience of our own responses to ideas and concepts? We react to murder with repulsion, if we are normal, or with a rush of adrenaline, if we are not normal. But murder is our reaction to an event, it is not the event. All we actually know is words and concepts and the meaning we have attached to them. Reality is a word and a concept, not a thing. A car is a car only in terms of what we consider a car to be if we even know what a car is. Some cultures may not know what a car means, and the word and concept will lack meaning for them. Cars do not exist in the world and reality of primitive persons. Why is a dinosaur not a dragon in the reality of persons who have no dinosaurs in their reality? The unicorn of modern man may not be the unicorn of previous cultures. The thing does not exist until it has been named. Cats and dogs are different because they have been named. For those who do not have the concept to delineate them wasps and bees are the same thing, just as the many kinds of snow Eskimos see, is the same kind of snow in the minds of other peoples. The idea of a physical reality is untenable in a world where we interpret events differently and place different levels of significance on the same event. A robbery means a person is evil, for some an evidence someone is in need of compassion and care, for others. There is no right interpretation for there is only our own responses to events that have no real meaning because the event itself is a result of how people value certain things. Yet, there is a way to value things and compare them. We can cooperate and add value to the lives of others or destroy them and what they believe. Cooperation adds value and value can be quantified and measured. This is done already but tangentially. Preferred shares represent value added to assets. This value added to capital is called equity. Preferred shares commodify equity so it can be traded. Assets have an equity and a liability portion. The equity belongs to the owner of capital and liabilities are claims that other agents have on the assets of a company. The company therefore may be producing equity, but liabilities are growing at a faster rate which will result in the company going bankrupt and its assets liquidated. When assets are liquidated the creditor claims his liability portion leaving the remainder to the owner. But the capitalist never had a legitimate claim on these assets in the first place, which is why they are always exposed to claims made by third parties. Capital is always exposed to risk represented by the state and its regulatory power. It is the power of the state that keeps a back door open for other interested parties to exploit. Thus capital is always at risk in a democratic or autocratic state. A priori realists do not accept power as the basis of ownership nor as a way to legitimize a claim to assets. We own only what we create and we have to legitimate claim to anything created by another. If we cannot make claims on what was created by someone else risk is eliminated. A priori realists reject the reality of the flesh, the physical reality, and embrace the reality of the spirit, the reality of metaphysics and logic. Truth is absolute or the claim is a lie. Naive realists reject absolute truth and assert the truth of a statement is contingent on observation. But an observation has to be interpreted. It is humans that put significance on an observation. It is raining, is true contingently but not absolutely. No absolute statements can be made about reality. Yet, this is an absolute truth statement made about reality. If reality is real, where is it? Is reality in the brain or is the brain in reality? If the brain is in reality, where is the person, the mind or consciousness, located? If consciousness is in the brain, then what is consciousness of self are we to believe the brain is capable of being conscious of what does not actually exist the self the self is an illusion fabricated by the brain it does not exist in the physical world nor can value love force cooperation hate or evil be seen what can be most visibly seen is what is the most illusory bodies exist only in our minds there is no being in reality. Form is an illusion created by man, existing only in our realm, for us. Yet, oddly and contradictorily, humans insist that the very thing that is the most phenomenological is the thing that is the most real, while denying the reality of our subjective impressions. We study bodies in space though there is no space and no physical bodies. We bombard atoms with electrons though neither has a physical existence nor location in space. Even time as a flow of events lacks meaning at the fundamental level. Without humans reality becomes incomprehensible. It takes mankind to give meaning to reality. We impress logic on reality because without logic reality is incomprehensible. A concept has to have meaning. When we say man we need to mean something by it. Electrons have no intrinsic qualities. There is nothing that is an electron that defines it without a person deciding the quality adheres to the conceptuality. We decide what man is and what electrons are by our conceptualizations of these things. We name them. We cause them to come into existence by our identification of them. People who have no idea what gun is are killed by witchcraft, not by bullets, though the murderer may intentionally have fired a bullet at his victim. Is one reality better than another? We say so. But is it more real? That is the question. But the value of one reality over another is due to its value not its content or interpretation. Value is given by human beings. The value of the one reality is due to its logical content. A bullet in physical reality could be due to magic as easily as due to technology. Logic imposes an order that adheres to one explanation only. We can call this civilization if we wish, but civilization is a measure of the cooperative index. The bullet hypothesis increases the capacity to cooperate whereas interpreting the event to magic reduces the capacity to cooperate. By cooperation we mean the capacity to add value to events. There are always choices. Some choices are cooperatively preferable to others because they add value to the event. Magical explanations may result in some kind of resolution but no real value is added. By sticking with the bullet hypothesis, the criminal can be identified, dealt with and the community made better for it. At the same time, claiming reality is physical and there is no God destroys more than it helps. There is no value attached to secularism. It adds nothing and damages a great deal. The Turiality reality hypothesis is ultimately the recognition that faith has value and encourages cooperation whereas secularism increased the propensity for crime, war, and waste.